Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of An Idiot's Reading of the Bible. My name's Josh, I am the idiot. As usual, if you want to skip the reading of today's chapter, just go into the show notes and I'll have the timestamp there for the commentary. Hope you enjoy. Luke chapter 2, Christ born of Mary. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there and the days were completed for her to be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Glory in the highest. Now, there were in the same country shepherds living out of the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill towards men. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven and the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. Circumcision of Jesus and when eight days were completed for the circumcision of the child, his name was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Jesus presented in the temple. Now when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Simeon sees God's salvation. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and that man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him in his arms and blessed him, blessed God, and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel, 
and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Anna bears witness to the Redeemer. Now there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all who look for redemption in Jerusalem. The family returns to Nazareth. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city, Nazareth. And the child grew up and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. The boy amazes the scholars. His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover, and when he was twelve years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, they returned. The boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem. And Joseph and his mother did not know it, but supposing him to have been in their company, they went a day's journey and sought him amongst their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, seeking him. Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Jesus advances in wisdom and favor. Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. All right, so this chapter, a little bit more straightforward than Luke 1, talking about the birth of Jesus here. A couple of interesting tidbits I wanted to touch on from this chapter are, uh, again, with the angel theme. There is a a fear when angels appear. This is not... um, not, not Gabriel, I, I don't think. At least he's not referred to by name here. But if we look at verse 9, uh, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were greatly afraid. So again, just, just like in the last chapter with John the Baptist's father being fearful of Gabriel appearing, uh, an angel appears and these people are afraid, which is certainly interesting to me because in pop culture a lot of the time kind of pop christianity you see angels portrayed as these kind of uh benevolence and guardian characters which i don't know that they are so far in the reading of luke they seem to be uh somehow maybe visually uh, uh disturbing or or fearful in in some manner uh i'm not quite sure as i speculated on the appearance of gabriel uh this passage is a little bit more scant on details but for some reason the shepherds are they're they're spooked i guess this one is a little bit more understandable they're in this field uh at night pre-electricity it's probably pretty dark out there maybe they have a campfire going or dying down and then all of a sudden somebody appears and uh, says uh the glory of the lord shown all around shown around them so i don't know if that's either a 
an actual light or kind of a metaphorical light, but might have something to do with that. So I see this as a little bit more understanding than uh, the fear of Gabriel suddenly appearing. Um, again, the angel comes in and issues a, a command, basically saying, Christ is born, and the sign the sign will be that you you will find you'll find this this baby uh, wrapped in swaddling cloths lying in a manger. Now I'm kind of curious about this passage. It doesn't say how many shepherds are here. Um, are these the wise men? I don't know. Maybe we'll have to wait until either next chapter or another verse. Although it, it actually seems like Luke isn't going to touch on it because it details uh, Joseph, Mary, and Jesus um, leaving this place and and Jesus being at least old enough to talk. So if we're going chronologically, I don't think we're going to touch on that. So I, I would be really a, a little bit interested to dig into who, who are the three wise men? Are they these shepherds? Um, perhaps was this story of the shepherds the the real deal, the real thing that happened, and maybe other gospels interpret those as as wise men. I'm I'm not sure, but that would be interesting to get a little more context on with those other books of the Bible. Um, don't think I'll dig too much into Simeon or Anna, um, essentially endorsing endorsing Jesus as as the Son of God. I think that's pretty obvious from. From those readings that, and this is a theme that we've we've already seen with uh, Gabriel coming to to announce John the Baptist, and then uh, his uh, John the Baptist's father being healed of his mutinous once he uh, obeys the the Gabriel's commands. Uh, there seems to be this theme of an angel comes and announces something, it happens, and then to prove that that's what really happened and that's the real deal of what's going on there are these signs done where either they're miracles or something as simple as Simeon endorsing him and then Anna uh, who is a prophetess uh, endorsing him as well uh, moving on to the second half of the chapter we hear Jesus speak for the first time uh, why did you seek me did you not know that I must be about my father's business so I'm not sure how old Jesus would be here. 12 years old. So he's about 12. So he's this kind of kind of interesting to think of Jesus as a um, child. You know, typically we either think of him as a, a baby around Christmas or uh, a grown man leading his ministry and, and towards his crucifixion. But it's kind of uh, cute, I guess, to picture him as a kind of precocious 12-year-old child um, asking questions and uh, maybe being a little bit disruptive uh, in in the temple, which is, of course, foreshadowing for what he's going to do as an adult. So it's setting him up as a bit of this uh, rebel figure, but with this clear destiny laid out before him. And he's certainly not a rule obeyer as well. I mean, he sneaks away or at least unnoticed to Mary and Joseph remains uh, when they when they depart to go back home and they, they don't even notice it uh, for what a, a day or so um, oh I guess after after three days so gave his parents quite a scare there and I, I think that's really good a, a really good character detail about sort of uh, uh, an orneriness or 
maybe more profoundly uh, drive to follow the Holy Spirit within him to to manifest these less prescriptive things, such as uh, staying behind, uh, questioning the holy people. Um, very, very interesting setup there. I, I do wish, and I, I don't know, maybe this will be in the next few chapters, I uh, wish we had a little bit more insight into Jesus uh, as a, 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 young, a child of, of about 12 years old. That would be some interesting context. So the last thing I wanted to bring up from this chapter that I found interesting was uh, just the story of the shepherds. Uh, it says here in verse 8, Now there were in the same country shepherds living out of the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. So I, I wonder, you know, to what degree this story is true, to what degree this story is kind of artistic license, but the symbolism of that is really nice. You have these shepherds, which are, um, it's a humble profession. I do wonder how it would have been regarded at that time being a shepherd, but I get the sense that it's a humble, a humble profession uh, at this point. You know, you certainly deception or, or kind of Machiavellianism isn't a large part of your job as a shepherd. It's honest work. It's hard work. And Jesus is referred to as, as a shepherd a lot of the time later on. And what they're doing is they're keeping watch over their flock by night. So the symbolism of night, darkness, um, the unknown, maybe we could go so far as to say sin, Potentially, um, a lot of a lot of symbolism in 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 the night motif. Uh, the night is illuminated dully by the the moon, which is Luna, which is where we get the words uh, lunacy, lunatic. So in the night, you don't quite see see things very clearly. Um, but nevertheless, these shepherds are are keeping watch over their flock. So this might have some significance also towards just towards people living a holy life and that are that are being drawn towards Jesus this could be a metaphor if you've ever gotten deep into meditation and become sort of aware of the the watcher in your head the thing that watches thoughts pop into your head the thing that watches emotions rise and fall sort of a shepherd mindset, right? You're not beating those thoughts or emotions into submission. You're just kind of casually hanging back and you're, you're keeping watch in, in the nighttime, the, the unknown. So I think that that's very, very intentionally phrased, um, very intentionally set out that they're, they're watching their flock at, at nighttime. I don't know exactly what to make of that, but I think that that's a theme that we'll see come back numerous times uh, with shepherding being a, a ostensibly a pretty popular somewhat popular or somewhat common profession at that time as well as the illusion uh of god of um of jesus being like a shepherd uh, that comes up in parables that that comes up in yeah, a lot of kind of pop Christianity sayings. It'll be interesting to tear that apart as well once we get deeper into the Gospels to see if that really has any weight or is it ever said in the Gospels. I, I don't know. 
Anyways, uh, Luke chapter two, relatively straightforward. Uh, Looking forward to see where the next chapter goes. Hope you enjoyed the episode and looking forward to the next one.